Welcome to live. My name is Michael. Glad you guys are here. Um, I just want to say this young lady right here, I will not name any names, but uh, Mamie Grace, amazing. Watching you worship is a blessing to me. What, how old are you? Twelve. Twelve. And, and I just want you to know, you know, it doesn't matter we put our hands up or our knees or whatever, but it is so cool to see that you absolutely love Jesus and not just in here. I've seen it other places as well. And so amazing. And I, 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 I know we clap for her, but there's so many of you that you know, didn't say about me. I'm back here with my hands up and I'm running around the back. You didn't say me. <laughs> I just, I, I could say it about so many of you, but, you know, I, I stand over here and, and kind of prepare and pray and whatever I do. And I just see this little thing just, Jesus, yeah, just getting it. I mean, it is just so awesome. Um, and, you know, once that happens in your life, once that moment clicks, that you are just so in love with him, you know, that, that happens not just in worship settings, but it happens with your life everywhere. And uh, it's just it's, it's really, really cool. Uh, so we are starting a series on prayer. And you're like, what? Like, why? Like, like for real, if I was a teenager or now in life, I'd be like, I'm not going. Like prayer, I'm not going, I mean, it's, it, you know, it's, it doesn't sound very catchy, it doesn't sound very cool. I mean, I wrote a little text today, 4 and 4 and 1, I even said the title wrong, and Zach Lawley yelled at me, whatever. I could have said series on prayer, and y'all be like, cool, I'm, whatever. But if I say series on sex, you're like, I'm in. Or maybe you're like, that's awkward, I'm not going. You know, I don't know. But for four weeks, and for 21 days, we are going to focus on prayer, and I'm hoping that we all, every one of us, me included, I've already, I already have learned a lot through studying it. I hope that we all grow in our walk with the Lord. And so let me talk about the 21 days of prayer that we are gonna start tomorrow. It's gonna be on our uh, Second Students West Instagram, and it's gonna be live. Most of you will be in school, because I'll be doing it at around eh, 10.30 in the morning, okay? And if you, if you can jump on live, whatever, but it's going to stay on there as long as I push the right button. And I'm going to make sure I do that. I'll have people around me that are smarter than me and more technologically sound. But if I keep it on there, y'all can watch it if you have Instagram. If you don't, cool. Um, whatever. You can watch it never. So, uh, but for 21 days, the, your second student's West team is going to be doing 21 days of prayer with different topics that we're going to be talking about. And so I hope that you guys can jump on there and check it out. You don't have to do it live, but maybe you'll learn something. Or maybe we'll say something totally dumb. You're like, dude, that makes no sense. But we really want you to join us in those 21 days of prayer. And how cool would it be if some of you caught that and you guys started doing the same thing on your own Instagram? People are like, dude, why are you praying for 21 days? Like, I don't know. Michael told me to. That's cool. Watch how it can change people's lives. But before we start doing that, I want to talk about what prayer really is. Because I think when we talk about prayer, it's so easy. I mean, you've heard me say it. You've heard me say, it's just talking to God, which is true. That's very true. But while we're talking to, and, and that sounds like, you know, talking to God. That's like, okay, how do you talk to someone you can't even see? I mean, that's crazy if you think about it. I, I just recently uh, was in a, in, in a car dealership, and I love going into car dealerships. Like, it is, like, my favorite thing in the world to do. Like, I'm serious. I love dealing with salesmen and women. It is so much fun. 
because I'm always trying to outdo them. They're trying to outdo me, and somehow I, I always feel like I win, even though I usually lose. But I, at least I feel good. They're really good at making me feel good. And when we were in there, uh, when I was in there, the guy was like, you're a salesman. Because what happened was, I don't know if y'all ever bought a car. No, okay, probably not. But anyways, what they do is they'll come and talk to you, and then they go back and talk to their manager, okay? Well, what I did when he went and talked to his manager, I followed him to go talk to his manager. And he turned around and go, what are you doing? I was like, I'm coming with you. Let's just end the conversation. Let's just do it now. Let's all three talk. And it, it, <laughs> so I go back to his manager. The manager's like, can I help you? I was like, let's just deal with, let's just negotiate right here. Us three, call today. I sit down at his desk. That means I'm not moving, right? And so I sit, <laughs> I sit down and then salesman, he leaves. He's like, I have failed. I'm fired. And so I sit down and the guy goes, you're a salesman, aren't you? I go, well, yes, I am. I sell Jesus. And he was like, what? It was just so awesome. But the truth is, I mean, I mean, think about the thing. We're just singing a song. Brett is up here, good-looking Brett and Hannah, and they're all up here, and they're doing their thing, and we're singing a song to somebody we can't see. That's weird. And you got people like this, Jesus, Jesus. And if you're new here, you're like, that person is crazy. Like, if you've never been to church, and some of you here, you've never been to church, right now you're like, this guy, me, this guy is crazy. Correct. <laughs> But think about it for a second. Let's just, let's just erase Christianity and the, all the thoughts of Jesus is real and he rose from the dead. Now, that's true. But think about it. When people pray, what in the They're just talking. Father, I come to you right now. And if you don't know who the Father is or what, who are they talking to? Why am I still on my knees right now? I don't know. I don't know. We worship a God, we talk to a, a God that we cannot see. Are you kidding me? And somehow, some of you believe in that God. And somehow, you worship that God, and that God has changed your life. So how do we see God? Is we see him through our lives. And we see how he works, and we read about him in the word. So let's talk about praying to this God. And the best way to learn truly how to pray is from God. And I, I think sometimes we're afraid to ask questions whenever it comes to Christianity. Like, you're afraid, of, hey, hey, Michael, I don't, what is prayer? Like, I've, truly, hardly anybody's ever asked me that. I think because people are afraid. Look, I get it. It's okay to ask dumb questions, Okay. If you don't ask a question, it's not, I don't know what, anyways. But ask questions. You need to grow in your walk with the Lord. Ask, how do I pray? How do I worship? How do I read the Bible? I know that probably 75% of you don't understand how to read the Bible. That's why we are here, is to help you figure out how to grow in your walk with the Lord. Don't just try to like act all great and act all godly and you honestly have no idea what you're doing because that means when you go home and when you're alone and when you're not here, you have no idea what's going on and we don't want you to be confused Christians. We want you to truly understand. And so, and so in the Bible, in, we see in, in Matthew, Matthew verse six, Jesus answers a question when his disciples say, hey, how do I pray? How do we pray? 
And Jesus answers their question. Are you kidding me? They asked Jesus how to pray. And y'all are afraid to ask Meredith how to pray. Or me, or Taylor, or Ryan. I, I wouldn't go there, but... He asked Jesus, they asked Jesus how to pray. And look at Jesus' response. And if you have a Bible, man, I, I would love for you to take great notes. On your phone, take awesome notes. Get off of Instagram. There's nothing else cool happening in the world right now except right here. This is the greatest place to be, seriously, right here. So be all in right here. So Matthew 6, 5 says this. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. When you pray, let me read that again. This is Jesus answering this. When you do pray, when you pray, not if you pray, not if you decide to pray, not eh, eh, no, when you do pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing on the synagogues, in the synagogues, and on the street corners to be seen by, y'all ever seen those people with the megaphones? And you're going to go to hell if you don't. I love those people too. I do. I'm serious. Like I see them like, yes. My wife's like pulling me back. They're like, you're going to hell if you don't turn to Christ. And I'm like, bet. <laughs> I have so many stories with those people. One time, this is so bad. One time, and I'm sure someone online is going to judge me and whatever. But one time we were at a conference. Some of you were with me at this deal. And this guy was like, and you're all going to hell, reading of John 3.16. And I was like, I, it was like I was boiling. Like my, everybody around me knew, and I was seriously like, because I was waiting in line. I wanted to be first into this conference, and he just kept yelling and yelling and yelling and yelling. And I was like, that's it. And I walked over, and I unplugged the sound system. I was like, what now? No, I took off running. <laughs> because... That's it. That's all I did. Because here's what they want you to do. They want you to get mad at them and touch them. Once you touch them, they have something against you, and you get in a lot of trouble. I wanted to punch them, but I didn't. But this is exactly what he's talking about. Don't be like those people who are looking so spiritual, and they're yelling at everybody on the street corners. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. Jesus is saying this. The people that want to be seen by a lot of other people to look super spiritual, the people, they have received their reward. They want to feel really good. Well, they receive that in full on their own, not by God. They receive the reward in full by themselves, not by God. I, I, let's, let me read verse 6. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. When you pray, don't do it out loud, don't do it everybody to see, don't do all this, but do it alone who is, to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So I don't know if y'all follow John Christ, he's a comedian. And he is hilarious. I don't care what you think about him. He's hilarious and he is on point. And you're about to watch a video that I wanted to do myself, but he is a professional at this. And so um, just, just watch this. 
Are you a Christian girl that loves taking photos of her devotions? Do you spend hours framing the perfect picture without the payoff of people noticing how spiritual you are on the internet? Introducing Christian Girl Instagram, 101 tips and tricks to get more likes on your devotional photos. Hi, I'm John Christ with Christian Girl Instagram. Do you struggle to get likes on those devotional Instagram photos? Hashtag the struggle is real. From the best-selling author of shameless workout selfies comes Christian Girl Instagram. I would always get totes stressed out trying to decide which Bible verse to show. <laughs> Not anymore. Okay, you're always going to want to stay away from common verses like Jeremiah 29:11 or John 3:16. No matter what verse you choose, you always want to make sure you highlight multiple verses with multiple colors. Because after all, what's the point of having devotions if no one knows about it? I used to spend five minutes reading the Bible, then like 30 minutes trying to figure out a hashtag. Then I found Christian Girl Instagram. My book includes over a thousand hashtag suggestions like Coffee with Colossians, Bliss, Serenity, Much Needed, and of course, hashtag blessed. Buy Christian Girl Instagram today and we'll include our 31-piece package of options to put in the background of your photo. Things like a candle, a precious moments doll, a subscription to Relevant Magazine, kale chips, and of course, a coffee cup with a Bible verse on it. Thanks to inspiration from Christian Girl Instagram, I took down my Marilyn Monroe poster and replace it with footprints in the sand. So clear off what's really on your desk and replace it with new products from Christian Girl Instagram. Christian Girl Instagram now includes bonus tips like if you're gonna include your hand in the photo, always wear a purity ring. And if you're gonna include additional reading material in the background of your photo, always avoid extremes. We don't want people to think you're too prosperity driven by maybe having some Joel Osteen, yet we don't want people to worry about your theology by having some Rob Bell or Mark Driscoll, okay? You wanna stay right in the middle, maybe some Joyce Meyer, some Beth Moore would be perfect. And remember, anything leather bound is really gonna pop with that Valencia Instagram filter. Christian Girl Instagram is great. My devotions are now constantly being interrupted by people liking my post. Buy now and I'll also include my additional book, Announcing Your Social Media Fast. Tips and tricks for effectively telling people you're fasting while ignoring all of Jesus' teachings about telling people you're fasting. Christian Girl Instagram can be yours today. This book and so much more available to you all for the cost of less than a pair of yoga pants. I don't always do devotions, but when I do, I Instagram it. Yes. We're so confident in our product that if you're not totally satisfied with Christian Girl Instagram, we'll send you this free autographed Tim Tebow poster. Not that anybody has ever done those things. I'm just, I just wanted to show that to you guys. Um, man, it gets on my nerves. But when you pray, when you do devotions, when you are spending time with the Lord, this is Jesus saying, go into your room close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Now so many of you are on your Instagram, you're archiving those pictures of the Bible. Don't do that. It's okay. You're deleting them. It's, it's okay. Don't do that. But the truth is if you're waiting to come to church to start praying and you're waiting to come into places where prayer is going to happen to pray, you're waiting too long. It's a conversation, it's a relationship. Our prayer life should be continual all day long, all the time. 
I'm kind of a prayer judger. That's honest truth. That's my own issue. I have problems. And it's very obvious when somebody prays that that was the first time they've prayed in a very long time. You can tell. And you're like, oh, well, that's not cool. I'm, I'm just, that's the truth. I want to encourage you. Talk to God constantly. And we're going to talk about what that looks like for the next four weeks. Because I don't want you to feel like I don't know how to, I want you to know how to pray. And so if you're waiting and you're not praying on your own, you're not praying where no one else is watching you, then truly what are you doing? And so maybe this will help you to be able to do that in those unseen places. Verse 7 when you pray, do not keep on babbling like the pagans, for they think they'll be heard because of their many words. I used to be very intimidated to pray because people around me would use such huge words. They would say such amazing things. They would do like, Lord Jesus, Father of Almighty. And then my prayer is like, Father, I love you. And you get intimidated, right? You're like, what? And then, but you were just hanging out with that person. They're talking about like, you know, the rockets and the Astros and they're normal. And then all of a sudden it's like prayer time and they're, and they're on their knees with a hand up holding a candle over here and a cross right here. And they're like, holy father of lights of Jesus of Nazareth, you have come to, what? Be normal. You, <laughs> just be normal and get to the point. You ever hang out with somebody and they're talking you're like, what's the point? You may be thinking that right now about me. I get it. But, but people, like, Jesus is not impressed by our many words. He, he's probably like, get to the point too. Like, hello, let's go. I got a lot of things to work on up here. Just get to the point, boom. Just pray, boom. Je this is Jesus saying, not Michael. Jesus says, when you pray, do not keep on babbling like the pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. I like this because I see Jesus now, when I read this, he's not a super spiritual person. He's just normal. He's just cool. He's like, look. I don't need, you don't need to use a lot of words, you don't need to use big words, just pray. Just pray. Verse 8, do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Waha. Then why do we need to pray? Right? If he knows what we need before we ask him, then why do we need to pray? It's like my kids. I know what they need before they ask, for real. No joke. My son, for some reason, he's into blowing up balloons right now. Whatever. It's cheap easy toy-ish thing that he could choke on, whatever. So he came home from school today. This just happened today. And I knew what he needed before he asked me. He walks in. Hey, Dad, I already got it. Blue balloon. Boo, yeah. How'd you do that? No, he didn't do that. But I felt cool. Because we, as, as parents, and you, I mean, maybe you've dealt with this in your family. I have no idea. But they're like, man, they know what you need before you actually ask for it or you need it. But the truth is, we need to go ahead and talk to him because it helps that relationship. He's not like surprised, like, Jesus, <laughs> you'll never guess what happened at school today. He's not like, oh, tell me, I don't know. No, he already knows. He's known. You're never gonna, you're never gonna surprise him. You're never gonna freak him out. Like, like by your, Lord, I gotta tell you what I did today. It's so bad. It is so, he's like, I already know. Can you get to the point? <laughs> he knows what we need. But he wants us to have a relationship with him. Remember, this is Jesus answering the question on how do we pray. Verse 9. This then is how you should pray. This then is how you should pray. 
let's do the Lord's Prayer together. You ready? Someone start it. He's getting ready for a football game over here. Man, y'all are good. Amen. Let's play football. Right? I mean, that, that's like, like your coach says, or I don't know if y'all play football or whatever, sports, but that's like, Hey, who's going to pray? I got it. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And like this dude was doing over, he was, he was getting, putting the pads on. I, want, I understand that's not bad. That's, that's, that's not bad to pray that. But let me explain to you, that's not how Jesus tells us to pray. He doesn't say pray this. He doesn't say this is the only prayer. He doesn't say this should be prayed before every football game. He doesn't say that. He says, this is how we should pray. This is an example of prayer that we are gonna break down for the next few weeks so that next time you do that prayer in your locker room, next time you do that prayer kneeling at the side of your bed, next time you hear that prayer, you understand really what is being said. Jesus is using this as an example of how to pray. I mean, he says, lead us not into temptation. Do you think Jesus needed to say that? He's Jesus. He's pretty good at that. I mean, I mean, the, the whole thing is a pure example of how we should pray. And so I want to look at it. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And I want to focus right now on that, hallowed be your name. You probably never said that word, hallowed. That's probably never been a thing to you before. But let me explain what that word means, hallowed be your name. That word means holy. That word means set apart. The word holy means set apart. If you're taking notes, and many of you are, that word holy means set apart. That word hallowed means set apart. So Jesus is teaching us. He is talking to God, the Father, and he says, you are set apart. When you pray, I just want to help you here. Yes, it is simply talking to God, but the truth is you are talking to God, not your best friend. Jesus is my daddy. No, he's not. He is your father. And when you pray and you get the thought of Jesus just being a little, a little infant child in a manger, who sometimes we pray with, oh, Jesus, he's in a manger. No, 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 no. He's chilling on a throne in heaven. And when we pray, he is hallowed. He is set apart. He is holy. And I promise you, listen, listen to this. If you can have that switch on when you start praying, it will change your prayer life and your walk with the Lord. You're talking to God. You're talking to God. We get to talk to God and he actually listens. So many times people say, well, he, he's not answering my prayer. How do you know that? Maybe he wants you to keep talking to him. Maybe he's not ready to answer this time because he wants to know you a little bit more. Keep going to him. Keep on praying. He is hallowed. He is set apart. And then it says in heaven. It says our Father in heaven. In heaven. Heaven is very real. Notice that's the first few words that Jesus says. Heaven is real. All of my grandparents have passed away. 
And I'm telling you right now, they're in heaven. There's no doubt about it, that they're in heaven. Three of them had an extremely awesome relationship with God. They had an amazing relationship with Jesus Christ. One of them, I had the opportunity to talk to him on the phone while he was dying in the hospital and led him to Christ. He is in heaven. Heaven is very real. And I'm just telling you, as somebody, and, and, and you all know that you, maybe you've lost somebody. Somebody in your family has, has died. And if they had a relationship with Jesus, they're in heaven. And that was very real to you. Heaven is not a joke. It's just not some, some fake thing. And the truth is, heaven is coming quicker than we really realize. Heaven is Every single day, heaven is getting closer to us. If you're a Christian. Because if, you're, if you have a relationship with Jesus and you've asked him into your heart, then when you die, you then enter heaven, which we can talk another day about, another series on heaven. Because it is amazing. Never been there. I'm going. But you can read about it in the Bible. Notice he says, heaven, our Father in heaven, hallowed. Our Father, you're in heaven, you are set apart. What if we started our prayers like that? What if we started our prayers instead of God today? Uh, I have a test. He already knows that. And I seriously need to pass. Look, guys, I am guilty of praying that all the time, okay? Back in the day, I don't take tests anymore. But if I did, I would pray it. But I think sometimes we go to God like he's like some sort of an ATM machine. Like if I do this here, you're going to give me this. What if we kind of changed that thought and we went to him a little bit different and we said, God, you are so set apart. You are so amazing. I mean, we just got done singing some awesome songs to God about who he is and what he is about. What if our prayers started that way? I mean, Jesus tells us this is how we should start our prayer. In heaven. And then when you're praying and you think about heaven, maybe for you heaven's not real. And maybe that's why your prayer life and why your walk with the Lord is so shallow. is because heaven to you is not real. Well, let me tell you something. Heaven is real and so is hell. Those are two very, very real places where we go if you know Christ or if you don't know him. And I'm telling you, when you realize that this is very real, it changes your prayer life. He says, our Father in heaven. And so let's go back to Father. Our Father. Our Father. Every time I, open up, every time I pray, I say Father. Why do I do that? And I'm not telling you to do this. I'm just telling you this is what I do. Because the word Father to me has a lot of meaning. A lot of meaning. Because I did not seriously know my dad until I started high school. And I didn't really like the idea of a father. I didn't like the idea of a dad because I had so many that came into my life and abused me and did different things that were just horrible people to my mom. And so the idea of a father to me is a big deal. But when I pray, when I say father, that's how I open my heart, father, and you know, bow your head. Father, I'm telling you, for me personally, I am talking to a father who is very real. I mean, I mean, that's the first word that Jesus says is father. And notice this also. When you have a father, and some of you do and some of you don't, a physical father, you have a relationship. Maybe for you it's rocky. Maybe for you it's great. 
Maybe some of you have the best dad ever. But the truth is, Jesus says father, meaning we can have a personal relationship with this God that we are praying to. Do you see that? Father. It's a relationship. It's a relationship. It's very simple. When you pray, you're praying to a father that, like I've said before, he is never going to leave you. He is always available. He is going to help you when he can. He's listening 24-7, and he wants to know you more. That's who we get to talk to. And our father, which is so cool, he is hallowed. He is set apart. The father we pray to is set apart. And the father that we pray to is in heaven. I mean, that's just sentence one of this prayer. And as we go for the next few weeks, we're going to keep breaking it down. And tonight, here's what I want you to walk away with. I want you to, I want you to just on your own start to pray. And maybe you need to pray this line, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Maybe you just need to do that for a week. And that's okay. Maybe for you that's your first step. Maybe you've never tried to pray before. You don't have to do it out loud. You can go in your bathroom, like in the back corner with the trash can, and like, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You don't have to say thy. You can say your. You can say holy. And it doesn't have to be amazing. But for some of you, hopefully, you will walk away tonight understanding that you have a Father who wants a relationship with you, that He truly is in heaven, and that He is set apart, and He is so awesome.